Hello, listeners. Hope you're having a great holiday season out there, however you observe. We have a special show today. It's our holiday show. We have good friends joining us. We have Jared Correa. We have producer Molly McDonough. And as rumors will soon confirm, we have a very, very special guest. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, Molly and Jared. Happy holidays. How are you doing? Great. Happy holidays. We're doing great. <laughs> Happy holidays to you, Lawrence, the largest elf. The, yes. You know, the uh, the pandemic 15 is maybe the largest elf, I believe. <laughs> People can't see your outfit, but let me confirm it's amazing. You are definitely in the holiday spirit. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. So yeah, I'm wearing my Fragile sweater that I got at Party City, which was, I think, like $5. And then I've got like this nice little like rope light necklace thing and a hat, which my engineers are going to hate because it's got bells all over it. So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) it's worth it, man. (laughs) So Deb, you all had a chance to get your holiday decorations up. I know Molly, you're big into that. I do. I have my tree up and lights up. This time I, instead of putting the lights on the outside of the house, I put them on the inside in my office that you can technically see them from the outside, but I really needed the Christmas spirit inside my house. So that's where they are. And I have a little tree in my office and I'm sure I'll do more getting closer in. So can I tell you, Lawrence, I know I'm not dressed for the holidays. I'm sorry. We only got kid sized outfits here for the holidays, but we did put our tree up on Sunday and your reference to Christmas story, right? We got an ornament on the tree. That's the leg lamp from Christmas story. And my daughter refuses to put it up. She's like, this is disgusting. This is not going on the Christmas tree. (laughs) Some of us are not quite fully in the holiday spirit yet, but I'm working on it. Well, you know, for the benefit of our audience, uh, I want to introduce you all. So, you know, Molly, you know, she's been producing the show and I've been mentioning you on the air, Molly. And Jared, you've been a longtime uh, Legal Talk Network host. So <laughs> listeners, these sure. are uh, longtime friends. And so I want I want to kind of go over your bios just to kind of explain who you are. So otherwise you'd be strangers on this show mm-hmm. to our audience. So why don't we start with Jared? So Jared, obviously long-term host of Legal Toolkit. And, uh, you know, you started with Maslow Map. And you're off doing your own thing. You have your own software company. You're doing right. practice management right. and advising. So tell us your story. Yeah. So a uh, former lawyer, um, now uh, removed from practicing law. I haven't practiced law in anger in 15 years, which is great. <laughs> I've been consulting with lawyers and law firms for like the last 13, 14 years. Consulted with like 4,000 law firms over the U.S., and other countries. I do that. My reach is kind of like Santa's. I do that through a company, uh, Red Cave Law Firm Consulting. I have partnerships with bar associations as well, where I'm their turnkey uh, provider of consulting services. And lastly, yes, I do have a software company. It's called Gideon, and we do website chat for law firms. So I've been pretty busy this year. Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds like it. So um, thanks for having me on. I love doing these cross promo shows. It's great. Well, even though you didn't get uh, dressed up, I'm really glad you're here. Well, next time. Next year, invite me back. I'll get dressed up. Now I feel bad. (laughs) So, Molly, yeah, obviously we've been working with you for a really long time. You know, we produced a lot of co-produced shows uh, from ABA Journal. You were there, and now you're off with your own company doing your own thing. So, yeah, tell us your story. Sure. So I am a media consultant based in the Chicago area, and I do a lot of work with startups, uh, legal technology companies, and really like working in the access to justice space. And I also get to work with Legal Talk Network and on Legal Talk Today. And that's been one of the most fun things I've done in 2020. And I'm excited to be here. Well, you've been a great addition to the show to come up with some really great show ideas. I always give you credit because I'm worried that if I don't, you'll quit. (laughs) 
<laughs> Not a chance. Love it. You don't so, make Molly wear reindeer antlers for every show, do you? I don't Just wear checking. reindeer antlers for every show. And I, I do have to say that this was one of the most challenging things to do is to put on my antlers and my headset. Um, <laughs> at some point, they may all just fly off. You did a nice air, job. But... It looks like everything fits together well. <laughs> so, Molly, I understand we have a very special guest uh, today, and you have a personal connection with the service that brought our special guest here. So tell us more about that. How did we get to where we are today? So I, you know, I didn't even think about this until a few weeks ago when I started uh, seeing worries from parents about what they were going to be doing. Visiting Santa is a tradition with many families and not being able to do that in person was creating a lot of heartache and heartbreak. And I started seeing that Santa was making himself available on Zoom and booking really personal calls with um, kids. And that that was super interesting to me. And my niece and nephew had a chance to do that. And they just had, they were over the moon. They're super shy kids for the most part in public. But with this personal Zoom experience with Santa, they really came out of their shell. They My niece started uh, practicing her four-year-old stand-up comedy routine, and Santa was really great with her. So I'm just delighted today to have the um, jolly old elf himself, Santa Claus, is here with us, and welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you for having me, everyone. I'm so excited to be calling you all the way from the North Pole. Santa, welcome to the show. Thank you. I do have to say, I have to admit, uh, I agree with Jared. You you make quite the elf there. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> well, you were a special guest, so I uh, actually did this. I ordered the hat from Amazon and the lights, too. And, of course, I had the sweater from a previous party, and we had an ugly sweater party. So uh, it all went together. It's amazing the wardrobes you have when you need to call upon them. Yes, that's right. You never know what you have in your closet. <laughs> well, Molly, I know we got a bunch of questions to ask Santa. I think you're uh, first on the list. Yeah, so I I really wanted to just hear your experience, uh, Santa, about making the shift to a virtual environment and and what that's been like. Yes. So realizing back in May that things may not get back to what we would hope for it to be, uh, because Christmas isn't until December 25th, but, you know, I usually start visits on Black Friday. And even before then, it takes a lot of planning. And so we realized that Things are not going to be the same this year, unfortunately. And we said, what can we do to not just pivot, but improve on what we know as a visit with me? And so we developed SantaClausCalls.com, and it is an uninterrupted 10 minutes with me. And it's wonderful. It was a lot of a big learning curve for me and my elves. You know, we had never worked with a green screen before or any broadcasting software. Um, But we went all out because if we do something at the North Pole, we go big. And Mrs. Claus did not like us having all of the lighting equipment and cameras in our home. So she said, St. Nicholas, you better go and figure out a way to not be in my home filming all day. And so my head tech elf tinker developed a beautiful, beautiful virtual background. It looks just like my workshop, and it gives children the chance to see what it is really like here at the North Pole. This is a great idea, Santa. I love it. And the notion of like elves working on a virtual studio is really charming to me. My kids, by the way, are very excited that I'm talking to you today. Maybe a little bit jealous, actually. Oh, yes. Yeah, they totally are. I got a little question for you, Santa. Let's talk about the holiday season. So you're coming to people's houses. 
you got traditional milk and cookies, but then you got some folks who are probably offering you things like carrot sticks, right? Maybe a shot of kombucha here and there. Like if I'm Santa Claus and I'm coming in for milk and cookies and somebody gets me carrot sticks, I'd be a little disappointed. Are you okay with outside food choices for the holidays? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I, you know, no allergies we should know of or anything like that. There's no allergies, but I will say I will pass on a, uh, on kombucha. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good call, Santa. The reindeer are quite fond of carrot sticks. The only thing I don't ask is do please, please, please do not leave them any broccoli. Yes, they love Mm. broccoli, but they get quite gassy and I have to sit behind them and it makes for a very smelly Christmas Eve. Reindeer and broccoli juice. Yes. I can understand why you wanted All right, this is good. Now we've got a public service announcement. Everybody, no broccoli for the reindeer. And now a bunch of people are going to leave broccoli just to spite me. (laughs) I I will not do that. You get fresh carrots at my house. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. I would not risk being on the naughty list for that. (laughs) Yeah, no, Molly's definitely on the nice list for sure, so. Well, Sid, I have a uh, non-related reindeer question for you. <laughs> We've all heard this expression, the goat, you know, the greatest of all time. And so for people that haven't heard that expression, like by way of example, all of us at Legal Talk Network think Tom Brady is the greatest of all time quarterbacks, including Naturally. our head audio engineer, Adam Lockwood. And so likewise, you know, Santa, in your opinion, you've got Vixen, you've got Rudolph, you've got Dancer and Prancer. You know, who's the greatest reindeer of all time? Who's the groat? Well, I would have to say Rudolph really saved my behind one year. (laughs) But as for the greatest reindeer of all time, I have to say they all work together as a team. Yes. And if it wasn't for each and every single one of them, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. And so while reindeer helped make what I do possible, Rudolph saved us that one year and he's been a great leader. But I really believe it takes an entire team to make what we do possible. That was a very safe answer. That's like a Tom Brady answer. I love it. (laughs) That was a a goat answer for the groat? Yes. (laughs) Well, and then uh, I don't want to start any drama here at the North Pole. So (laughs) next thing I know, Comet isn't pulling his weight. (laughs) Well, I'm going to shift because this is a legal show. I thought I would throw out an actual legal question. And I kind of want to know what the deal is with all the Santas I see around, like in the malls and on TV. Can you tell us if that's fraud or are those Santa's helpers? Is there an intellectual property issue we should explore here? Well, as you all know, I am part elf. And so with that, I am 438 years old. And so I am way past the intellectual property section. Everything here is public domain at this point. (laughs) Uh, But I do have helpers that help me at different uh, malls and theme parks, but they have all been hand-selected by me. So it's very important that if you see one of them at a mall or an event, that you treat them like me because they are the original elf on the shelf. Yes, they are the ones that are on the front lines. They listen to what you want for Christmas. They report back to me and they know that I can't be everywhere at once. And so if it wasn't for them, again, we wouldn't be able to do everything that we do. That makes sense. That's really great to hear. And I'm sure everybody will treat all Santa's helpers really well now. Yes, but I will say I'm open for franchise uh, options. So if anyone wants to call me, just uh, hit up the North Pole. We'll see what we can work out. Santa, might I say I'm very impressed with your legal knowledge. Just off the cuff, intellectual property law, franchise law. Very impressive. I had no idea. Uh, 
Yes. Well, you know, when you've been around as long as I have, <laughs> you don't work with brands such as Coca-Cola and Disney without learning a thing about contracts or two. <laughs> right. I didn't even think of that. All right, Santa, I'm, I'm not going to ask you to choose. I'm not going to ask you a legal question. Let's concentrate on food because that's a big concern of mine during the holidays. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Elf, but in that movie, they say that an elf's diet consists of candy, candy canes, candy corn, and syrup. That's a lot of sugar. So I want to know, is, is that true? And if so, do you have an on-staff dentist available? <laughs> That's a very good question. It's a lovely movie, but at the end of the day, that was just a movie. Uh, Will Ferrell did a wonderful job, but here at the North Pole, we try to eat pretty decently year-round, yes. Uh, Santa even tried to go on keto, but that's a whole other story. That doesn't work oh, well brave. with my whole cookies and milk premise. <laughs> but yes, uh, no, we definitely eat normal food year-round, uh, but around the holidays, we do have extra sweets. But the elves like to eat nice fruits and vegetables, which all of the children need to as well, if you want to be as strong as an elf. That's great. and But no broccoli for the reindeer. Everything else is fair game. Oh, the bro the reindeer can have broccoli, just not on Christmas Eve <laughs> while I salt. have to sit behind them for a long trip. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up, Santa. I appreciate it. Oh, yes, of course. All right. Well, Santa, we're running out of time, but I do have one more question for you. And so, you know, you're known as uh, quite an innovator. And for generations, you successfully have delivered presents under the Christmas tree. So I have a question for you. You know, with all this technology that we have today, why does Amazon keep leaving our presents on the porch for everyone to steal? Probably because Jeff Bezos hasn't figured out how to get down the chimney yet. <laughs> but he does know when you're sleeping and he knows when you're awake. Thank you, Alexa. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the time we have. I want to thank everyone under the sun for helping us put this show together. Thank you, Santa, for being here. It was amazing having you on the air with us. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure to be on the Legal Talk Network. And to go ahead and schedule your own virtual visit with me, go to SantaClausCalls.com. Absolutely. And thank you, Molly and Jared. Thank you for being here. We got to do this uh, every year, I think. Oh, this should be a tradition. Right, Molly? I've learned so much. This is your idea, Molly. Congrats. This was amazing. <laughs> I really enjoyed this. I'm so excited. Yeah, Molly's really rocking the antlers, too. It's amazing. Yes, it's very, they even have, for the viewers who can't see, or for the listeners who can't see, they even have Christmas lights on them. Very <laughs> impressive. <laughs> and thank you, LT and crew, for making us sound so groovy. Your work this year has been amazing. Thank you all for doing that. And most importantly, most importantly, thank you listeners for being here with us, because without you, there's no show and that's no fun. So have a wonderful holiday season and a happy, happy new year. Santa? Oh, yes, yes, yes. No, I'm here. Sorry. <laughs> Let me do that again. I was again. looking over my list and checking it twice. <laughs> Let me try that again. Let me start that part again for our engineers back in three, two, hang on one second.